Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. What's up, guys? Joe McCall here, Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Man, what a beautiful day it is outside. Seriously, it's 32, cloudy, cold, but man, I love Mondays. I love, love, love Mondays. I hope you do too. It's just a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be in business. People are freaking out about what's going on in the economy. You know, the other day as we're recording this, some big banks collapsed. You know, but so what? I am happy to be here. I'm glad you are here. I mean, I shouldn't take that lightly. It is a big deal. But that's why I love working for myself, having my own business, having multiple different streams of income, because when the economy gets bad, I'm not freaked out about it because I can adjust. I can see, I follow the opportunities. Money just, wealth doesn't just disappear, it transfers. And whenever there's crisis, there's great opportunity. And I want to just challenge you guys, if you're getting scared and nervous or freaking out about what's going on in the world today, you need to take a chill pill. And everything's going to be okay. It really, really is. And uh, that's why I love real estate. Because when there's one thing in the market that's working, maybe something else isn't, things go through cycles and things change. The cheese is always moving. And that's why you're here listening to this podcast. That's why you watch YouTube. That's why you listen to podcasts. It's why you could join masterminds and get coaching programs because you want to stay on top of what's working today. So you're in the right place. That's my whole point, right? Glad you're here. And one of the things we're going to be talking about today, I have one of my friends on the podcast, his name is Jim Park, and we're going to be talking about what he's doing. He's doing something really cool and unique right now in this type of a market with building, buying vacant land and building duplexes on them, but he's pre-selling them. And there's a huge demand for this stuff. It's pretty cool. And so we're going to be talking about it because it's a unique strategy that you might not have heard before. It's something that you could start doing. You could maybe even work with Jim if you wanted to or do something like this of on your own as well in your own markets. I'm excited to talk about this. When Jim was telling me about it, I thought, man, this is so cool. I want to get you on the podcast and talk about it. So without much further ado, let's bring Jim on, shall we? Hey, Jim, how are you? Doing good, Joe. Thanks for having me. Man, glad you're here. All right, so you've got this cool thing going on in Florida. Talk about your background, first of all. Um, you're a mortgage broker um, or a uh, well, yeah, you do a lot of different things, but I don't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> what do you What do? You do? Well, you know, I started doing loans back in 1994. That's when I first funded my first deal. And it was in the subprime market. So, you know, we had a big run until 2008. And then um, prior to that, I opened my own mortgage brokerage in Pleasanton, California. And uh, from 01 to 08, you know, we're printing money, just printing money and uh, doing well. Opened an office in Miami, Florida in 05. And then that office did well. So I had a nice big run in the mortgage industry. But at the same time, I also diversified in real estate because I knew that if you're going to do loans, you also have to control the real estate part of it. So we had acquired a real estate franchise back in Pleasanton and we did mortgage and real estate. So we did that for about, you know. So when the, you say about a franchise, is that like a realtor broker franchise? Yeah. So in California, back in the day, a real estate broker's license allowed you to do mortgage and real estate. Okay. So with one license, you could do both. Okay. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm already doing deals for you know other agents, but uh, a lot of times I pre-approved the loan and the deal would not close because they wouldn't write the contract properly. 
So I bought a franchise called Realty World and I brought it in-house. So okay. I hired agents and, and whatnot. And uh, it was a good run, you know, get the leads, get the uh, client and then get the property and so on and so forth. Market crashes, 08. Didn't want to see another application in my life. I was burnt out, made a lot of money. And I was like, I'm done. So what's next? Well, there's a thing called Facebook. And I thought, you know what? The biggest problem I ever had was getting the phones to ring. We had an outbound call center. We would cold call and get the you know applications. But I thought, if I ever go back into the business, I'm going to really nail this part. So I, I got rid of the mortgage and real estate, put it on hold, and then became a digital marketer. So from 2011 till now, um, been really good at digital marketing, getting the leads to come in and so on and so forth. Would, so, you, would you sell the leads to another company then? Or what were you doing with those leads? Yes, I had an agency. Okay. So my main fo- focus of business, they'd hire me, pay me monthly, and I would drive them leads and, uh, you know, get their phones to ring. I just didn't want to do loans or mortgages anymore. I was burnt out. Yeah. I can so um, <laughs> it was like no more. Um, so then COVID happens and we get locked down. I'm like, man, kind of want to get back in the game. But two things had to happen. I'm like, I had to get out of California and uh, I need to get you know, re- reactive in my license. So in November, 2020, we moved to Florida from California. And that was a faith walk in itself because people that live in California don't ever think of leaving. So, <laughs> so we're in Florida. I get here in central Florida. Joe, I look around, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at all this vacant land everywhere. Yeah. You know, so I'm in Orlando area, which is Orange County. And there's over a hundred thousand vacant parcels just in this Orange County. Well, that was news because California, there's no vacant land, you know? <laughs> so I was like, this is incredible. So I look back and I go, you know, in the early 90s, I remember the Bay Area had a boom, a tech boom. Yeah. And land was cheap. And, you know, that's when the migration happened. Well, I'm noticing, wait, in Central Florida, same thing. And then I come across you and I'm like, okay, I see all this land. What do I do with it? And I meet Joe and then I come on board and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is genius. So then I started going through everything. I'm like, but I got to be different. I have to be different. I cannot be the same guy flipping land, which is a good business model, I think, you know, but how do I differentiate this? So I connected with a handful of people that do short-term murder. And then I really became good friends with a builder. You broke up a little bit there. You you connected with some, sorry, you broke up a little bit. You connected with some people who do um, short-term rentals. Airbnbs. Because that's where I thought this was going to go. Because Orlando, there's 75 million people that fly into this city every year because of tourism. Disney World, the cruises, literally 75 million people fly in. So that's what I focused on. I was going to go Airbnb and I was going to flip these properties and go on and go that route. Well, it turns out that the the rules in terms of regulation of short-term rentals, most parts of Central Florida is not as stringent as California. So, so I befriended a builder and I said, I said, I have a great idea. Why don't we acquire this land and let's build a duplex and then pre-sell it? That's exactly what the big guys are doing. When you go to buy a new home at DR Horton, you don't just walk into a model home and go, hey, I want this house and they give you a house. No, you have to put a deposit down and then they build your house in nine months. I was like, let's do this, but on a duplex model because I knew rates were going up. So if my background on mortgages, I knew there's no way the 10-year bond market's going to stay where it's at. And, and I was like, for this to work, rates has to go up, okay? Sure enough, rates are going up, and then the duplex model kicked in. 
Why? Because most people that try to buy a single family residence are not qualifying right now. Because if the rates were at 3%, you could buy X amount of house, but now rates at 7%, you don't qualify at that to income ratio. You don't qualify. Yeah, this is you really important to understand. This this is what really got my ears perked up. You know, talk about the debt to income ratio. Like before, a year ago, when interest rates were at 3%, now they're at 6% plus, the debt to income ratio the interest rates went up, right? But the debt to income ratio limits, limitations didn't go up. Is that right? It actually decreased because now there's more risk. So okay. Fannie and Freddie said, hey, we're going to, yeah. So they said, we're, we're not going to take as much risk. So you have to have a lower debt to income ratio. They made it tighter. Okay. So what does that mean? Somebody means, that means that somebody a year ago who could afford a $500,000 house can now only afford maybe a $300,000 house, something like that, right? Correct. Yeah, right. so a five hundred thousand dollar purchase now dropped to about three eighty. Four hundred three eighty. Yeah. Okay. Well, that changes the game because the prices haven't dropped. Mm-hmm. So yep. if the prices right. haven't dropped, because the inventory is still low. Right. So when they're looking at debt to income ratio, they're also looking at what kind of house can you afford. So a mortgage payment on a five hundred thousand dollar house a year ago might have been total PITI might have been three thousand dollars a month, something like that, right? But now the mortgage payment on a $380,000 house is about the same. It, higher. It, it, it's, well, it, or it's a little higher now, yeah. right? So yeah. the, the house prices are not going down. So enter in the duplex idea. So explain why duplexes solve these problems now for so many, not investor buyers, not just short-term, uh, uh, short-term rental people, not Airbnb people, but also the regular retail buyers. How does this... Yeah fix that? What is, what is that? What happens? Well, there was a big problem in the market. Rents didn't come down. Okay. So the rents were still high, but now people couldn't buy a house because now the debt to income limits are too high. Well, how do you solve problem? Well, you build a duplex because if you build a duplex, I can live in a three bedroom, two bath on one side, rent out the other side and the 2000 that I'm getting on that rents. Now I qualify. Mm, yeah. Because so give, give an example then, uh, you know, if you build a duplex, um, well, we're going to run through some numbers, I guess, in a minute here, but how much of the total duplex mortgage payment is covered by the rent of the other side? Well, we can allocate 75% of rents. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if my rental income is 2000, then I could allocate about say 1400 of that to count that as income. That's huge. Well, huge. Mm-hmm. That allows me to go from a renter where rents are continue to skyrocket now I became a property owner in a duplex model, okay? So that in itself, I asked my builder, hey, no one's doing this right now. That's almost like, I just ran some numbers backwards. That's almost like adding forty to $50,000 in, in annual income. Bingo, there you, you have it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. almost like adding another part-time, full-time job mm-hmm. to your income coming in. If you take, you know, I just took the, that, that savings. Well, anyway, so, but go ahead. What, what were you saying, Jim? Yeah, so that's all two problems. Number one, you know, the millennials right now, they want to buy a house, but they can't because they have student loans and they're barely make, making the debt to income limit anyways. Even when rates were at two and a half, three percent 3%, Joe, they were barely making it. It's not like it was a slam dunk approval. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so now rates at six and a half, seven percent 7%, they're way out of the, the limit in terms of ratio. Well, guess what? My whole philosophy is this. I truly believe a primary residence is a liability. It is not an asset. It's not because you're putting a down payment. 
That money's tied in there. The equity that's in there, the only way you can get to it is either refinance or sell, okay? And due to the increase in the standard deductions, you don't even get to write off that mortgage interest like you did before. So I took a liability and made it an asset because if I can live in one unit, have the second unit as a rental, cover my mortgage and have that part of the building depreciate as a rental, it's like a double bonus. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could even turn that other half into an Airbnb, short-term rental or a mid-term rental. Everybody's talking about mid-term rentals now, right? And so you could furnish that and get even higher rents than you would normally with a normal rental, right? And one of the advantages to being in Florida is they're so Airbnb friendly that it's a lot easier to do Airbnbs and there's still a huge demand for them, right? Yes, huge now, demand. One of the uh, advantages to being an FHA or, or um, a normal retail, regular retail buyer is you can buy that as and live in one half as the, and the other side is being is your investment property. But how long can you, do you have to live in that property? Do you have to live in there for the next 20 or 30 years? No, can you, you move out? You, there, I'm saying? you just have to live there for 12 months. That's it. Okay. So in 12 so months, you, you can move out and then do an Airbnb or midterm rental on both sides. Right. So there was a problem with that, though, because if I move out after 12 months, where is that person going to live? Okay. So I was like, I'm not going to just have someone go and go rent again. Right. So we have a, a program where you be, you can do a lease option now. The way lease options work is we work with a hedge fund. They pay cash for a house. You're leasing the house from the hedge fund for five years, a five-year lease option. So you move into that new house the hedge fund paid cash for it. Therefore, you get the best price on that house. Now, you just moved out of a duplex that's getting $2,000 each side now. So now you have $4,000 of cash flow coming in. You get to move into a lease option that the hedge fund already paid cash for. And if you decide to live there, then you have five years to exercise the option on the price of 2023 even though it may be 2028. And so are hedge funds still doing this today in Florida? All day. Now more than ever, because the banking problems are like, we need to go double down on on real estate. They're doubling down on real estate. But it has to be strategic, though. They're not doing single family anymore. They're not doing that because there's too much out there. So what we're doing is we're saying, hey, look, I've got people that we're building duplexes for. They're probably only going to live there 12 months because, you. I mean, no one really wants to live in a duplex anyways, right? So, so they got in at 5% down for the most part. They move out, so they have a double source of revenue on the duplex, which is brand new, by the way. These are new construction. These are not fixer-uppers. That's going to cause a problem. Brand new construction, okay? So then we give them a way out so they can move into a new house with no money down because now it's just a regular lease option, so you just got to come up with first and last months of security. Now, a year from now, they're like, I don't like this neighborhood. I, I, I want out. No worries. You just move out because it's a lease option. Okay. So I got that entire system from A to Z structured to solve this big problem we have. (laughs) You know, with these rates. Here's the cool thing about this too. You're just the middleman in a certain sense, right? You're doing this as an investor and Mm -hmm. as a mortgage broker, I think, since you're still on that side and as a realtor. Right. Because you, you can get some commissions on this. So talk about this because you're finding this land for super cheap. And a lot of this land is already zoned for duplexes, right? Correct. And, and you already have the plans designed for these duplexes that have already been approved. 
in the local municipalities so they can get approved. New construction can get approved very easily, right? Yes. Right. All right. So then you're how much how much are you buying this land for right now in the, these areas? <laughs> all right. So this this is where this is where it all comes together. In California, this doesn't work because a quarter acre of land is about a million dollars. Even in not part, parts that aren't good. Here, there's so much land and there's so much growth that outskirts of the main city, we're getting a quarter acre for about $15,000. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and these are properties that are those, By the way, let me, let me interrupt you there, Jim. I'm buying that land for two or $3,000 because I'm doing marketing direct to right. sellers, right? You're talking about you can buy this land directly on the MLS right now for $15,000, $20,000. Correct. Yes. Okay. Now, when I incorporate your amazing system where we're sending out letter, letters and stuff, we're going to acquire, because we need more land now. I got I got a huge database of people that want this. Joe, on a side note, I did one campaign. I think I showed you the list or not. I did one campaign and I said, hey, New Yorkers, Florida is booming right now. Get your opportunity to build a duplex, move in one and rent. I did one social media campaign. I got 380 people that said, I want in. <laughs> okay. So what, what you're doing here is so cool. You're finding the land, which is easy. Whether you're going direct to seller or you're going on the MLS, you're finding the land. Very easy. Already zoned for duplexes. Already got the plans designed for these duplexes. And maybe we can share your screen later. You can show what these kind of duplexes look like. They're very nice. So now you're finding the, the investor buyers and the retail buyers that are buying these things to either live in them or rent both of them out. Is that right? Yeah. So a lot of success I'm having right now are investors that go, Hey, how much is it for the land? 15,000. How much is it for you to build this? I could build this for about 350,000. Like, okay, let's write these numbers down. uh, Permits. So you're buying the land for 15 grand, right? And then you're building Mm -hmm. the duplex for 350. Is that right? Correct. Okay. What were you going to say about permits? Yeah, so that 350 includes permits all the way to a certificate of occupancy okay. from A to Z. Okay. And these are brand new duplexes, three bedroom, two bath on each side with a garage, branded. Okay. Three bedroom, two bath with a garage. How big is each side? It's about 1,200 to 1,400 square feet, depending on the layout. Okay. And it's Florida, no basements, right? No basements. And, and cool. speaking of that, um, the places we're buying, people say, what about Hurricane? Well, in Central Florida, you're not you're not going to get a direct hit. So the insurance premium is about the same as Southern California. I was surprised because State Farm has a rating system and based on claims. So even when Hurricane Ian hits, we just get, you know, a tropical storm. We're not like bombarded. Okay. So what are these things things appraising for? Well, we just sold one. We sold one with no comps. Remember, we, we just started this. And usually when you sell a duplex with no comps, that's the lowest it's going to be because no one's going to pay top price when there's no comps, right? We just closed one uh, in December for 460. 460 grand. So you're looking at about $110,000 in gross profit or equity in these deals right. when they're done. So now the other project, the other um, four duplexes we're building, we already have a pre-sale contract at 550. Okay, so wait a second. Pre-sold, you've pre-sold these things for five fifty. Who's buying them at five fifty? Remember, this is where the digital marketing skill came. The two things I needed were I needed land and I needed buyers. If I have land and buyers, everything else takes care of the rest, right? Yeah, yeah. So I did a campaign in New York. In New York and Florida, I mean, there are people just coming here and draw from New York. 
So oh, so I you said, did a like a Facebook ad campaign in New York selling yes. these uh, not even built yet duplexes. Correct. Okay. I have a buyer's list over 350. I had to, so I had to pause the ad. So are you selling like an option on these things or is it a, 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 an actual contract? What, what is it that you're selling? I'm doing exactly what Dio Horton, Pulte, I'm doing the exact same thing those guys do. Exactly okay. the same. Hey guys, here's a model. Here's four lots. Here's how much it costs to buy this duplex. But I need, you know, this much down payment, just like if I go and buy a new home at DR Horton. So they're already used to buying houses this way, Joe. So it's not like, is this a scam or no, this is how they're buying new construction. Nice. So then is is the buyer getting a construction loan to build these things? Good question. So the buyer has to come in with 100000 Okay. They have to come in with 100000 And then um, I either have a private lender hard money lender that'll come up with a remaining 250 to finish the build that costs 350. Okay. So the investor is really happy because they're in contract at 350 plus 15. So they're in this at 365, right? Well, they already have a buyer at 550. So we flip it. So you're buying this land for 15 grand. Mm -hmm. You're finding a buyer, an end buyer before you even start construction on it at 550. You pre-sold these things. And right. for that end buyer, that's a good deal still. They're getting new it's construction, right? They're getting new construction, duplex, so they can rent out both sides. Their rent's going to be, I don't know, double what it would what a normal residence would be in an area where there's strong demand and very easy uh, uh, city allowance per, you know, yeah. for these kinds of Airbnbs, short-term or mid-term or long-term rentals, however you want to do it, right? And they're, they're the, the, the end buyer is putting down $100,000 into these things. So your private investor then is coming up with about two hundred and fifty grand for the, for the construction, right? So the end buyer that's paying five fifty dollars only has to come with 3.5% down, Joe, if they decide to live in it. They only okay. have to come with 3.5% down, FHA. And we, and we put that loan together for them. Nice. The person that has to put 100000 is the investor on the first phase the one that wants to build this at 350? They need to come in with a hundred. Oh, so I see you're adding in another party there. This is good. I'm glad you're clarifying this. Mm-hmm. So you're bringing in a private invest, uh, um, a private investor mm-hmm. that is okay, and then they're going to flip it. Correct to the the end buyer who's either a retail buyer living in half of it or an, in, an another investor buyer who's going to be renting both sides out. Correct. So I have two clients on one deal. All right. So who do you, you have, to, so you, you're acting as the mortgage broker or the realtor broker for both, for both at the beginning. Correct. Nice. Okay. So could you, could you just, do you have to have that middle buyer in the middle? Couldn't you just go straight to the retail buyer at the end? You could, but most people don't have a hundred thousand. I mean, I see if they do, well, then we don't need the middle guy, but from just, you know, the leads are coming in, they're like, I don't have a hundred sitting around. I see. Um, but what also it helps me a lot is the middle guy, the first investor. I like working with them too because we flip it because I'm a broker, right? So I list and flip it, and then we 1031 exchange it so that the taxes are deferred and not realized at the sale. So yeah. the investor's like, "Hey, give me two more of these." So then we get two more lots and get two more new builds, and then I get it on the market as a retail buyer, three and a half percent down, and it's going like hotcakes right now. All right. All right. So talk about then clarify, what are the profit centers for you as the investor doing this? 
So right now, where I'm coming into this is I wanted to create a case study. Okay, I, I could have done this by myself, put a hundred thousand down, but I'm like, no, I need to scale this thing, and I'm licensed to do both, and I have a full-on team. So I thought, well, let me just be the middleman. Okay, let me be the guy that brings the investor to the builder, so I get a little cut on there, and then I get the six percent commission on the listing, and then I get the mortgage. Okay, so right now I'm basically working as a mortgage broker and a, and a, um, and a real estate broker. So that's where I'm making all my revenue. Brilliant. But a- after uh, we call after fifty of these, well, I'm not doing any more of these after fifty. Okay, we got four in the pipe right now. So I've got about uh, forty six to go. Once I get to fifty, then I become an active investor because now I've proven a case study. I've created a market, and that's where now that's where your land thing is going to really blow up because now we're going to spend five ten thousand dollars in terms of mail. And get all these lots right now that are not on the market at 80% below what's on MLS. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be the fun part. Once I get to 50, that's why whoever's watching this, if you want to get in on this, okay, Joe, I'm sure, um, reach out to Joe and, and let me know if you want to be the front end or the back end. Let, let, me, uh, let me get your email address or your phone number. If, you want, if people want to contact you to get more information on how this strategy works, what, what is a good way to reach you, Jim? Uh, emails, uh, Jim at parkplacelending.com. So Jim at parkplacelending.com. That's direct email. I think I got it right there. Is that correct? Jim at parkplacelending.com. Cool. Is there another way? And then um, they can also um, call me at um, 305-849-7151. They can call me or text me at that number. Good. I put that number up there as well. 305-849-7151. Yeah. Who gives now away the their best. phone number anymore? Anyway? <laughs> yeah. Nobody does. Best, <laughs> well, th- this is such a hot product right now, and it makes yeah. sense for everybody. Oh, this is and, great. Um, yeah, and one final thing. If you want to really ca- get a hold of me, then here's a Joe, can you put the calendar link? It's um, yeah. www.meetjimpark.com. Meetjimpark.com. Is that it? That's it. Bam. So that way it'll be on both of our calendars. And uh, I, I tell you, I've been doing this for 25 years, Joe. I have not seen an opportunity like this because everything's lined up. The rates are high, <laughs> you yes. know, the, the lease is high. Everything's high. But we have an opportunity where the land here in Florida, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Never seen it like this. Yeah, this is so good. And, and could you maybe bring up the, one of the pictures you have? of these duplexes, what they look like. You just go to the share screen or present, I think in the StreamYard tab there. Do you see that? I do. Okay, let me see here. Yeah, I'll just repeat the email address. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, um, we're just gonna show you in a minute here what uh, a rendering of one of these duplexes look like with the floor plan or something like that. And then uh, Jim, I wanted to ask you just to kind of repeat the numbers, go through an example of how this typically works. But Jim's email, is Jim at parkplacelending.com. His phone number, you can call him or text him, is 305-849-7151, Or you want to schedule a call, just get on his calendar, go to meetjimpark.com. I think this is really good opportunity because again, like he's saying, with the interest rates going up like they are, people are having a hard time meeting the financial requirements and the ratios, the debt to income and the the uh, well, the debt to income is the main one, right? It's getting harder and harder. But when you can live in a property 
and rent out the other half. It's this whole house hacking thing that people have been talking about for years and years. Or you're an investor in New York or California and you want to buy, where else can you buy, um, number one, property, land so cheap? Number two, where can you build duplexes, affordable, where you can rent both sides out in a friendly Airbnb municipality, in an area that's friendly to Airbnbs and short-term rentals? Or, okay, do midterm rental on it if you want. Um, it works It works really well. What, you're able to get that. Oh, I see it here, Jim. Cool. Let's add it to the stream. What are we? Sh- uh, shrink your screen a little bit so it fills up more, and maybe we can zoom in. Do you understand what I'm saying there? That's good. Perfect. All right. So show us what we're looking at here. Okay. So this this is a duplex model that we got approved. Uh, pretty much, city city has given us permits like within 60 days of application, which is unheard of. Okay. And uh, so what is know, this it, here though? This is this is a duplex that we're building right now. Okay. Well, it's already so, built? It's already built. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's already built. So one side is three-bedroom, two-bath, and the other side is three-bedroom, two-bath, and they all have a garage. And it's, I don't have the other renderings, but the inside is really modern. Okay, you have modern kitchen, an open floor space. These are things that if you get a tenant, they're not going to leave because it's not like your apartment. You know, it's a nice little duplex. But as an investor, you can buy this one and Joe, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. The big builders haven't caught on to this yet. The DR Hortons, the Pultees, they haven't caught on to this yet. If they do, then that this is going to change the game because they can build this in masses. I don't think they're going to see this for another three to five years. Right. But just so I'm clear, but, that, is that a duplex that we're looking at there? Or is that just a single family home? Oh, it's a duplex. It's, it's divided by a uh, shared wall right here, right in the middle. Maybe I'm looking at a different thing. I, I just see a single family home. Oh, oh, you know what? You're looking in Zillow. Okay, my bad. Um, yeah, I don't know how to share this. Uh, yeah, you're looking at. Okay, wait. That's all right. Oh, yeah, no wonder. Yeah, I, no, that's. A I apologize. Home. I threw. I threw you. Uh, I threw a wrench yeah. at you, and I. I should have <laughs> yeah. asked you in advance. And, and as, yeah, as Jim's gonna... pulling this up, guys, if you have any questions, please type them in the Zoom chat or the YouTube video here, and uh, we will will answer your questions. Yeah. So Joe, it, it won't let me um, share because my Google security thing, but uh, but wow. I could I could send you a picture. But but anyways, it's it's a duplex divided by a shared wall, and uh, you know you can do one or the other. But you know what's interesting is that um, there's been half duplexes being sold now. So these oh, some yeah. of these builders, I couldn't believe it. Like if you go on if you go on MLS, they're selling the builders are building these duplexes, kind of like how I'm doing it, but they're selling them as half duplexes. Hmm. Guess how much they're going for right now? I have no idea. A half duplex right now is going for three twenty just for one side. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. So, run through the examples. Some people are asking some questions here. Can you do this in other markets outside of Florida? But run through the numbers one more time, so like we so can see how much does it cost to build. Who are you getting the num- the money from? Who are you selling it to? And who's making the profits where? Does that make sense? Yeah. So we we get the land and then we write a contract and then they, they pay cash for the land, fifteen thousand. So so then now the investor has agreed to build this duplex. So they so come with a hundred investor is I'm sorry, the investor is buying the land. You're not buying it. Correct. Okay. The investor's buying, not me. Yeah. So the investor's buying it, and then they're agreeing to build this duplex for three hundred and fifty thousand. They come with two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, they come with hundred thousand down, and I gave them a private lender for the other two fifty. So in nine months, 
it goes from um, permits to certificate of occupancy. So in okay. nine months, uh, just, just so I'm clear too, because I, I want to make this so brain dead simple, anybody can follow. It. You're 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 acting as a middleman, kind of as it were, maybe the as the realtor broker in this deal. Then you're finding the op, you're building, you're creating the opportunity. Then and you're not using any of your own money. Correct. I'm doing this. You're, okay, good. Now you're you're finding the investor buyer. You know it could be somebody from bigger pockets that wants to be. You know they got some money they want to lend. They want to build, but they want th maybe some more safety and security to know that they're building something not so speculative. In other words, they're building something that there is a huge demand for. But you're putting together. You're bringing together. Here's some land. Here's some pre-approved plans and drawings, permits. You know, for in, in in the areas that have already been approved for zoning, this type of thing. So that in private investor is then putting out the money to a hundred grand down, right? And then you're putting in the 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 builder. You're bringing them the builder that will build this thing, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, where does the money come for the construction? That's where I line up the private hard money. That's where I come up with a construction loan. Okay. So, so you come up I with a construction away. loan, mm -hmm. and just like in any normal construction, there's draws. That money is sitting in escrow Correct. or somewhere. And as the project is being built, the money is being withdrawn to pay the contractor. Correct. And so that extra money for the construction comes from a hard money lender? Yeah. So we we, we have, and by the way, if, if there's other people on this call that are looking to, you know, they have excess money sitting on the sidelines and want to be involved in this, they don't have to be part of the transaction. They could be a private lender. Okay. And say, hey, look, I I will fund the remaining two fifty on some of these projects and get thirteen to fourteen percent for twelve okay. months. I see. Yeah. All right. So whether it's institutional or private money, that's how we're getting the rest to build the property. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. And so then the how long does it take to build these duplexes? We're going from literally deposits to sixty days for permits and seven to eight months, that's it, for full completion. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, here in Florida, in California, it'd be possible. Here, it's like, if it fits within their parameters, it's like stamp, 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 build, build, build. <laughs> yeah. So we have a proven model here. Tons of people are moving into Florida as well. If you haven't seen that, it's the fastest growing state in the United States right now. That and Texas, those two states. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then then what happens? The The hard money lender is lending the money now. The construction's happening. So then the investor, we ask them, hey, do you want to buy and hold or do you want to flip it? Okay. And some are saying, hey, uh, I actually want to buy and hold. So if they want to buy and hold, then I provide what they call a takeout loan. So I pay off the private investor and give them a 30-year fix. And they can do whatever they want with that at that point. Okay. But some of them are like, well, got 150000 equity already built into it. Let's flip it and get three more of these going. So that's pretty much where we're all going with these right now. Okay, so most of them are flipping them, and they're flipping them to who? To the end buyer that I put on MLS, the the 3.5% down buyer that can't buy a house now yeah. because the rates are too high, but now they qualify. Those clients are extremely happy. Nice. Yeah. Okay, now explain one more time. I just want to be super clear on how you're making money in this. Where do you profit from all this as well? So in the beginning stages, the builder, uh, when I bring them the deal, okay, we get a small commissions, kind of like finding the, the finder's fee. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then when I put the, the deal together on the private money financing, then, you know, we make a little commission there because we're putting the, the money together. Okay. And then on the sale, I, you know, I get the listing 
to list it to that end buyer who's that FHA buyer. Nice. So I made my money three ways along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I think this is fantastic, Jim. Uh, I, I love this idea because there's such a huge demand for it and it's not going anywhere. Uh, it's not going away anytime soon. You understand what I'm saying? By the way, I apologize yeah. if you can hear all the banging. Can you hear the banging? I've got I've got contractors right now on both sides of my office um, tearing off the gutters and the siding, the fascia and the soffit and replacing it all. And it's really loud right now. So <laughs> we need to hurry and wrap this up. Yeah, man, this is really cool. I'm excited about this. And Jim, people, again, do, if they want to reach you or talk about um, what it is you're doing, how they could do the same thing or partner with you, lend money on deals, partner somehow, Jim at parkplacelending.com. They can call you or text you at 305-849-7151 or just schedule a call with you. They can go here to this website, meetjimpark.com, review your calendar, schedule a time to get on the phone with you and talk some more if they want. Cool? Yep. Yeah. What else, Jim? Any uh, any parting words of advice here? Something you want to share? Did I miss anything? Did I ask? Should I have asked a better question? No, I think uh, everything was great, Joe. I appreciate it. But, you know, there's a small window of opportunity right now. And uh, Joe, you nailed it in the beginning. When there's a lot of fears, when there's a small population that really take market share. And we know that recessions are always the times where you see people become multiple millionaires. When everyone's fearful, that's when, you know, Warren Buffett said, right, go in and take market share. And and everything's lined up for this project. It's land in Florida. It's building a duplex in a market that is not only growing, but it'll continue to grow. Okay. So you're going to be in a place where, hey, I'm glad I got a couple of these duplexes back in 2023 because now my net worth is much higher. So now's the time. Yeah. Well, the thing I love about this too is we're not selling really high premium products where they're because when markets do go into recession or go down, it's the bread and butter, middle, median priced things that's that I'm talking about here, right? It's it's not the um, it's not class C or D housing. It's not class A or B. It's right there in the middle in the sweet spot where most people can't afford to be at. So it's way less speculative because there'll always be a demand for that price point. You don't, do you understand what I'm saying there? Right. And that's why we wanted to price it that way. Yeah. Because that's a bigger blue ocean, you know, in marketing, yeah. the blue ocean, it's not the red. Um, there's so much. And there's three ways to exit. You either flip, you either buy and hold and do uh, long-term and short-term, or you live in one. Mm. So there's three major exit strategies that basically cover every need right now. Yeah. So, I love that. I love that too, because again, when you start getting into troubles, when you only have one exit strategy and it has to go right for you to get out of the deal, this right. has different things that you can do with it. Exactly. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, Jim, so much for being on my show. Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot, Joe. I really appreciate it. All right. One more time, he's emailed Jim at parkplacelending.com, 305-849-7151, or just go to his website, meetjimpark.com. And uh, we'll see you guys later, everybody. Well, we got some comments in here. Let's see if there's any questions. Michael's asking, are you only doing this in Florida right now? Yes, only in Florida. It's a niche product. And, uh, you know, once we get this part down, we can go to other states, but there's no way, there's no reason to leave anywhere here, but here, there's so much land. There's nowhere, you don't have to go anywhere. Twin Benefits Health and Wealth says, Mm -hmm. what is the minimum I could get in on this with? Could I just be the middleman with nothing down if I have an investor? or I want to live on one side? You understand the question there? Absolutely. So that, that's really a good question. So if uh, Twin Benefits wants to live in one side, then she could be the end buyer, okay? And then we, she could be one of the end buyers of these duplexes. Okay. 
Okay, so it looks like she wants to live in one. So we can do an FHA if she qualifies three and a half percent down, live in one and rent out the other. And then she'd be one of the recipients of one of these duplexes we build. Yeah. And you can live not rent free or or mortgage free, but get there pretty quick, especially when you take in all the deductions and depreciation. And if you pay it down rapidly, yeah, it's a great way to build wealth. House hacking 101. Love it. Okay, thanks. That's all the questions I see here, Jim. Appreciate it. We'll see you. Thanks, Joe. Bye-bye, everybody.